What constitutes an excellent leader? And how do you become a great salesperson? Per Håkon Fasting, head of advertising and sales at Chipset News Media, elaborates on this. He also talks about new sales opportunities within podcasts and how the pandemic might change the way Shipset's advertising team will work in the future. Per Håkon, welcome to Shipset Talks. Thank you very much. When you were appointed head of the advertising in Shipstead, uh, it was pointed out that you're a strong leader. So uh, in your opinion, what constitutes a strong leader? It's a very good question. I think that um, some uh, degree of um, competence combined with people skills and uh, determination, I would say. And then maybe the most important thing is to work through others and be able to delegate hard and easy tasks and you have all these traits i try my best you know after many years i have uh, some experience from many different positions i would say which is a advantage in Shipstead that i have 20 years of experience from from this great company and this pandemic has meant something new for the leadership i mean you have to lead from a distance how has that worked out for you as everybody points out i think that's has went surprisingly well uh, yeah. Even though it has some huge challenges, I think it works. And what drives us is, of course, that we we take one week at a time, and we still think that the pandemic will be over next week, and and we don't we know it won't be, but we we pretend and <laughs> we keep we keep on going because this makes us feel better. <laughs> Feels much better. But now you know the spring is here, the sun is shining, and um, I think we can see the end of it now. Looking forward, will this change how, how the ships that the advertising team will work, you think, in the future? Absolutely. I think we'll learn, first and foremost, we have shown to be more effective and more, you know, flexible than we thought. We, I think we have expanded our toolbox with like two times. And yeah. we understand that we can keep on uh, doing things also under very hard uh, circumstances. So this will change us and make us more productive and flexible going forward. And on a personal note then, do you wish to stay in the home office? Or? Absolutely not. I think being in sales, uh, I think part of the reason why we are in sales is that we, many of us at least, are social, maybe a little bit more than, you know, the the rest of the bunch, uh, a little bit more yeah. social. We need to interact. We need to meet people. We need to discuss with the customers. We need to socialize with the customers. Uh, we, we need to laugh. We need to party. We need to, you know... And speaking about parties, the Shipstead Sales Awards was held last week, but it wasn't the same sort of a party that it, that it is on an ordinary year, right? Uh, no, it was far from uh, from normal in any sense. But How did you do it? Making the most out of it, I think. And I, I don't think um, it is that many companies that can, you know, make such an effort regardless of the pandemic. So I think Shipstead is great in in, in lifting and, and make us uh, focus on sales, which is extremely important for for the media business uh, as such and, and must be emphasized in periods. And that's why we have sales awards because Gunnar Student Blood for many years back said, we need to have focus on sales and, and we still have. And I'm grateful for that. How was it organized, the awards last week? It's organized by central resources in Shipstead. It has been that for many years and and it works great. Maybe the most, the, the best thing is is that the top management involves themselves in both uh, nominating and, and deciding who's to win and not to win. And they engage in the whole thing. So the top management involvement is great. And you're in the jury? I am. 
uh, together with many people from the top management team. Ellen Cabrinetti Meum, is that the way to pronounce it? She became salesperson of the year. She's from SMS Norway. What, what was the reason, reasoning? What was the jury's reasoning for giving her the prize? You always uh, start with uh, mo- the money part of it. So, so you know, the hard evidence is this: uh, uh, um, is this a, a person that can bring in the in the cash and finance the uh, you know our uh, our mission here in life, which is to finance um, journalism. And she has obviously delivered on her budgets and uh, well above uh, expectations in many years. So this is not a one-year thing. And then secondly, she works like, you know, really expanding the toolbox, involving the whole value system we have in SMS, which is is quite large, uh, being, being, you know, from creative services to content services to uh, ad production to ad operations. So she involves everyone, works excellent in team. And then maybe the the most important thing is that she is available for the customers like 24-7, really on uh, on the forefront and, and um, with a laugh and a smile on her face. You know, it's a yeah. joy to work with Elle. You recruited hundreds of hundreds or thousands or thousands of salespeople, I would guess. Wh- which traits do you look for? What, what are the most important ones to become a great salesperson? That's changed somewhat uh, due to the way we we sell now. It's more, you know, it's more like running a project and you need to have a marketing skill set, you know, to understand what the, the challenges the customers have. So it, you, you need to have a, you know, a basic marketing competence and understanding. And then secondly, you need structure, you know, you know, to, to solve your tasks at the right time in the right way. You need structure, you need to be curious and you need to be, uh, you need to like to meet people, understand people, interact with people. And then you need to be like, you need to be, um, you, you need closing, you need to deliver, you need to find joy in delivering. Uh, I'm a bit interested in also the, the, the prize colleague of the year, because that sounds so nice. What, what did Michael Meyer at Blockit, what did he do to become colleague of the year? I think he is everybody's friend. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. he's just a great guy. As, as uh, I don't know him personally, but reading the documents and have statements from his colleagues, it's obvious that he's he's the guy you would like to take home with you to to eat dinner with your family. I mean, this is a yeah. guy who, who is uh, always uh, concentrating on on others' well being, yeah. yeah, and being there for others. Sounds like a leader, also, doesn't it? Making other people thrive. That's a good um, skill. So I worked for all of the big Swedish media companies throughout my career. And, and in my co- opinion, Shipstead has to, by far the, the greatest sales organization. Could you explain why, why do you think that is? First, I think you're right. And I've also been having some um, s- small stops in other um, <laughs> publishing companies. And I've seen the same. So I think us being a house of very good brands attracts very skilled persons. And then we've built a, a kind of uh, culture based upon very um, dedicated and skilled person. It's a place where you can learn, uh, you can have fun. And it's it's a fine balance between, you know, being having fun and being re- really serious about things. It's, it's a great combination. And it's based upon that we have great people and great skilled persons. And, you know, that's, I think that's the uh, the basis. And then, of course, our great brands, great top yeah. management, 
you know, all it all adds up. So podcasts, that's something new within Chipset, sort of new. Uh, what, what sort of sales opportunities do you see there in that new industry? This is a very, you know, uh, intimate format. You know, you have your uh, AirPods in your ears and you really have a high attention format. So it's yeah. a, I think you can really have a message going uh, through there. So that, that's a unique opportunity in our portfolio of products. Now, there's some limitations in the reach and the scale of it due to the, you know, it's still not the mass medium, so to say. And it's not uh, that many people that that listen to the same podcast at the same time. So you don't have this impact type of format. If you are a good marketeer, you can you can work with the intimacy and, and then build brand awareness and and maybe also enlarge the brand's uh, association network, so to say. So I think it's, it's a really good product for us to have. So let's talk about Norway versus Sweden. When you got the job, it was also emphasized that you have a great understanding for the both of the markets. Are there big differences between the markets, Swedish and, and the Norwegian market? There has been a story about differences. To my experience, it's not that big a difference. Now the, the, the Norwegian team and the Swedish team are more or less set up the same way. We have segments and, and you know industry categories that we address in the same way. We can use the same type of research. We can use the same type of product portfolio, even though there is some slight differences. But meeting the customers in both countries, you know, they have the same needs. And our strength is more or less the same in both markets. And um, it's, it's similar. It's really similar. Ships that as a whole then, because you, you work for Egmont as well. You work for a lot of uh, for different media companies. What makes ships that a great company, would you say? And are there, and are there maybe downsides as well that we could work on? I think we'll go, we have to go back to the house of brands. I mean, we have a, a portfolio of companies that's really interesting and important for the society. It's a big difference from, from uh, Egmont, where I sold Donald Duck magazines. I mean, it's yeah. fun, but it's not important in the yeah. same way. <laughs> Uh, and then we have the growth portfolio companies. I mean, we, we have shown that we would like to grow with the investments we have done there, which is a great success. And I think that's also a good thing with the Shipstead. There's always been very good top management in Shipstead and we have a good story, growth story. I think, as I said previously, I think it all adds up to being a place where people are highly skilled and, and there's less, you know, efficiency leakages due to people that's not performing if I can say yeah. it that way. And that's a big difference. But there has to be some cons with ships that we can't be. Are, are we the best in the world? Absolutely not. Um, we can do better. Uh, and of course, the uh, the way we are organized is always a challenge. We, we, we see the strength of the ecosystem, but we can work harder to make it a really well-functioning and even more efficient ecosystem and so forth and so on. And being uh, responsible for a cross-division function like uh, uh, advertising is. Everybody has uh, need to, you know, take the ships that hat on and not the brand hat on and vice versa. So that's always, you know, a a kind of in-between struggle we have. Uh, But being better for for each year, I think. Thank you so much for coming to Ships That Talks. Thanks for having me. This podcast was brought to you by Shipstead Employee Branding Team. My name is Hugo Rienberg. Producer was Jens Back.